0: You're listening to episode 77 of the Fat-Fueled Female Podcast. Welcome to the Fat-Fueled Female Podcast. I'm your host, Marsha Chow, a holistic nutritionist, personal trainer, and proud dog mama of two. I am obsessed with helping women achieve their goals, feel confident in their skin, and become empowered health advocates. This podcast is designed to help ambitious women thrive on a low-carb, high-fat lifestyle, so tune in each week as we talk all aspects of nutrition, improving your fitness, enhancing your mindset so that you can take inspired action and live your best life, all starting from the inside out. I'm so happy to have you here, now let's get started. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Fat Field Female Podcast. And today I am gonna share my story of my very, very long healing journey. And I like to share this story because no one's healing journey needs to be 10 years long. No one's okay. And if I knew then what I know now, my healing journey definitely wouldn't have been 10 years long, but I believe everything happens for a reason. Everything I went through only made me a stronger, more resilient version of myself and has given me the lessons, the education, the trial and error, the understanding of what doesn't work, what does work, And so that I can help my clients expedite their results, reach peak performance, give them answers to what the heck is going on in their body, stop following dogmatic ways of thinking, metaphorically lift up the hood of the car by running functional labs, and really prevent you from falling in the same mistakes or traps I fell into Uh, by sharing my story. So let's rewind the clock back to 2014. That was when I did a bunch of bodybuilding. I actually did five shows in one year like a psycho. So I have a very... A very intense personality which is a curse and a blessing because I'm just an action taker when I decide to do something I just do it I go all in and I find that a lot of people I work with and a lot of clients that I'm that I guess I attract they have the same philosophy they have the same mentality and I feel like that is the difference in successful people and not successful people sometimes we have to you know weigh things out in our mind but like if you know doing something to improve your health, is going only going to benefit you just pull the trigger now pull the trigger now don't wait another three months six months 12 months because our problems only expand to get worse over the course of our timeline if we don't take action so take freaking action okay that is the biggest i guess takeaway i want to say before i start my story is don't hesitate successful people and the difference between successful people and unsuccessful people is successful people just pull the trigger they don't hesitate they don't let fear finances time self-sabotage prevent them from stepping into that brighter more expansive version of themselves so Just take freaking action, whatever that is. You're one decision away from a completely different day and a completely different life. Chew on that one decision. Okay, so let's bring the clock back to 2014. Bodybuilding, five shows in one year, okay? Most people only do one, okay? I did five. And because I did five, I developed, um, if you go back and listen to my very, very first episode, um, I'll link it in the show notes. I talk about how I began my ketogenic journey and I began my ketogenic journey by default. I I went against everything I learned in college, nutrition school. You don't learn about ketosis. Okay. I learned it all on my own. So because I had crashed, not crap, well, I crashed diet in my entire, like teenage years, adolescence, went to nutrition school. And that kind of really helped me get over my disordered eating and look at food as medicine. Medicine as food. But bodybuilding, you know, you are getting judged on the way you look. You are counting every morsel of food. You are doing double workouts. And it is a very vanity sport. And for me, it worked until it didn't. And there are pro bodybuilders where this lifestyle works for them. They cut, they bulk, they do all the things. And... If that works for you, that works for you. Kudos to you. It just didn't work for me, and it brought my adrenal glands. It brought my brought me into a really, really messed up spot post bodybuilding. So post bodybuilding. 2015, um, I lost my period for six months. I had amenorrhea from eating a really low-fat diet, okay? And from eating a really low-fat diet, well, if you don't have your period, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to know that you have hormonal imbalance because I wasn't getting my cycle. And then I also had candida. I had acne. Like, my body looked great when I was bodybuilding, but I feel like my face looked old. It looked, like, dehydrated. It, it looked... Um, It looked dehydrated and almost a little bit gaunt. And it also, I had tons of acne. I had like adult acne on my forehead and breakouts. And I love skincare. So I feel like even though bodybuilding was almost a decade ago, I feel like my skin looks so much better now. I look so much more, I'm going to toot my own horn. I'm going to say I look so much more glowy and dewy than when I was bodybuilding because I was really low in fat. My adrenals were taxed. My hormones were in the toilet. I had candida, so obviously what's going on internally is going to radiate externally, right? So because I had so many issues going on and all of my kind of disordered eating and binge eating came back post-bodybuilding because it's like you can't have a quote-unquote cheat meal. And that's why I don't like using the language cheating because cheating always implies you're doing something bad, wrong, not good. And I just think that it's important to nourish our bodies and enjoy cake from time to time, a gluten-free cake. I'm a little bit biased on – I do not – I do not think – I think most people do way better without gluten. If you want to know why, I will link the episode uh, all about gluten and why you want to remove it from your diet. But I think it's important to have balance in your nutrition and in your lifestyle – and so that you aren't in this like diet culture world. So anyways, 2015, all this, all this stuff came. Okay. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to do keto. I'm going to try. I'm going to try this high fat keto thing, even though I've been terrified of eating fat my entire life. So I did it. Went all in guns blazing kind of went, felt really great. I think for the first two months and then I went really crazy with it like really really low carb and now I have my signature program the fat-fueled female method where I teach women how to gradually go into ketosis you know based on your feminine cycle and then we cycle carbs in in a way that works for you we look at your total daily energy expenditure we look at your basal metabolic rate we look at what phase you're in if you're in a cutting phase, if you're in a reverse diet phase, if you're in a maintenance phase, all of this is really important if your goal is to have sustainable weight loss. So anyways, I did the keto thing in 2016, kind of did it not that, not the best. That's why I created my program. That is why the Fat-Fueled Female Method was made because when I went into ketosis, I wish there was a program like this. And again, it's that's why it's called the Fat-Fueled Female Method. It's not called the keto method because it's about finding your fat-fueled lifestyle, seeing what works for you, really turning on the hybrid switch. That's, that's what we call it. We have three pillars in the Fat-Fueled Female Method. Their third one is hybrid switch. It's getting your body to run off two fuel sources, getting your body to be metabolically flexible. So going into ketosis, being fat fueled was my saving grace. It gave me my confidence back. It stopped me binge eating. I was able to stabilize my weight. I wasn't yo-yoing up and down. Wow. I got my period back. Who would have thought I started eating fat? My skin stopped looking like crap. All the adult acne went away. My candida dissipated like nutrition is so freaking powerful and I really I'm so proud of myself that I just surrendered and I went against everything my bodybuilding coaches told me to do everything I learned in school everything that I was used to I went against it all and I'm like I'm just gonna surrender and go into this keto lifestyle all in and it was the most Beautiful experience, and sometimes we can have so much resistance and fear of doing something because we're so used to doing something a certain way. But those are just limiting beliefs preventing you from being your best version of yourself. Because everything you want is on the other side of fear, on the other side of things, in in a place that you are uncomfortable. Right? We don't grow by staying in our comfort zones. We don't. Everything that you've ever wanted in your life was uncomfortable to achieve, and then you get there and. And then you focus on your next goal so that's my story with uh fat fueled but what happened um Again, my saving grace was becoming fat adapted, and I started my fat fuel journey in 2016. It is 2023, almost up to 2024, and I still am a fat-fueled female. My version of fat-fueled is different, but you know, I would say 50, 60% of my diet is predominantly fat. I cycle carbs in right now, in November 2024. I cycle carbs in maybe four days a week. I used to maybe just do two before or I used to just do once a week and now it's like maybe four or five actually. I'm just intuitive with my body and I always cycle them at night or sometimes pre-workout, but actually unless it's, no, I'm lying. I don't do a pre-workout. I don't, I haven't done that in a while because my workouts are in the morning and I work out fasted. So the problem though, because um, you know all of the, the hormonal stuff and the gut issues kind of cleared up, But they came back in 2017. Um, If you go on my Instagram, there's a picture of me where I look like I'm three months pregnant. I had major gut issues, extreme bloating, um, extreme constipation. Like I talk about poop a lot with my clients. Maybe, Maybe this is TMI, but I would only go to the bathroom every two to three days. And it was so uncomfortable to have a bowel movement. I was so backed up. So what happened in 2017, I was like, okay, something is not right. I'm going to go see a naturopath. So I went and saw a naturopath and I ran a test and I found out I had SIBO and I was like, yes, I have answers to why I look like I have a pot belly all the time. And SIBO, if you don't know what it is, it's small intestinal bacterial overgrowth. And we don't want a bunch of bacteria in the small intestine. It's very delicate. And that's where 90% of absorption happens. So because of that, um, she gave me a bunch of antimicrobials, a bunch of herbs And it went away. It did go away and I started feeling better. But what happened in 2021, it all came back. Acne more gut issues, extreme fatigue. And why I'm sharing this is because when I work with clients, and this is a framework that all FDNs, Functional Diagnostic Nutrition Practitioners, follow, our framework is DRESS. And what DRESS stands for is diet, rest, exercise, stress reduction, and supplementation. And now I have my own kind of spin on it because I've been a nutritionist for the last 10 plus years. So I like to explain it like this. Think of a table with five legs, okay? In the middle of that table is diet, is your nutrition. Because the diet bleeds into the rest, the exercise, the stress reduction, the supplementation. Diet is everything. Not everything, but diet is foundational, right? Like if you listen to what I just said about my story about my cycle coming back, my skin getting better, my bloating going down, all of these things by going into nutritional ketosis. That was without functional lab testing. That really was my saving grace. But, you know, I like to say like diet is like 80% of it, I think. I firmly believe that. And then everything else, like the functional labs, that is like, the 20%, the missing, okay? And of course, there's exercise and stress reduction and supplementation, but if I just were to put it in like 100%, diet's 80 and like the 20% that most people miss, and let's just say diet is like the stress reduction, the supplements, I'm just making this up. All of that mumble jumbled like rest, exercise, stress reduction, supplementation, diet. Let's look at that as the 80%. That's really, 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 really freaking important, okay? But then that 20% is the functional lab testing. And most people don't even tap into that. They're like, oh, I'll just, you know, figure out what my diet is, take these kind of generic supplements and go from there. But when you're only doing 80% and you don't run functional labs, well, how do you know what actually is going on in your body and how do you know what your body actually requires? So, for example, um, okay, yeah, wait, I didn't finish. I'm going off on a going off on a tangent here but yeah so 2021 everything came back and it's because working with that natural path if you look at those five pillars of health she only worked on the supplementation she only was like here's your supplement see you later I'm very grateful so grateful that I found out I had SIBO but when you only focus on one-fifth of the equation well that's only one-fifth of the equation. You know, what is, she never asked me, what's your diet like? Hey, are, what, how are you exercising? Are you doing like crazy CrossFit workouts? Or are you doing like some light yoga? Where's your stress level at? Are you working 50 hours a week, 80 hours a week? What's your sleep like? What time do you go to bed? What time do you wake up? What other supplements are you taking? Like, When we really want someone to optimize their health, it's not just supplementation. It's not. We can't just say it's supplementation. We can't just say it's sleep. We can't just say it's exercise. We can't just say it's diet. We can't just say it's rest. It's everything, it's dress, it's all of it. And on top of that, the functional labs. So if you're, like I said, if you're just seeing a naturopath and you're getting a supplement, that's going to help you for an amount of time. But Like I said, you're only focusing on one-fifth of the equation. So if you're only focusing on one of the five legs, well, the other four legs are going to be pretty janky, especially if you're not dialing it in on the diet and the nutrition. So for example, if you have like constipation or diarrhea, low immunity, anxiety, depression, brain fog, sleep issues, you know, digestion issues, um, low energy, all of this can be related back to your G-U-T, related back to your gut. And I wish I had known of a GI map back in 2017 or yeah, 2017 instead of just running a SIBO test, because the GI map, and I'm going to link the other episode, the power of a GI map in this episode, Um, the GI map tells us so much about your gut microbiome. And if you have constipation or you have diarrhea, well, it's very interesting. We can look at what bad bacteria you have and look... At what those symptoms are. And it usually, I would say nine times out of 10, it really does correlate with what the client is experiencing. If you have low immunity, okay, 70% of your immune system is in your gut. If you have anxiety or depression, it's called the gut brain connection, okay? Your gut is your second brain. That is where your serotonin is made. That is where, you know, melatonin, a lot of the times you think of melatonin being secreted from your pineal gland it's uh you know a little pea pea pea-sized gland that secretes melatonin kind of controls the sleep-wake cycle but did you know that 400 times more is actually made in your gut So it's like if I had run a gut test back then, holy, I would have learned so much more. The GI map we can see, you know, if someone has a sensitivity to gluten, we can see uh, how the liver is functioning through uh, beta-glucuronidase. We can see so many things. We can see if there is candida or parasites. We can see elastase, how well the pancreas is functioning. We get so many clues on the GI map. So if I had ran a GI map, then holy hell i would have saved myself so many so so much time okay so again why i'm sharing my story is to remind you that if you have symptoms no symptom is normal it is just telling us that there is some form of dysfunction and metabolic chaos upstream in the body the, the systems we look at stands for hidden stressors, which stands for hormones, immune, digestion, detox, energy production, and nervous system. It just tells us that these systems upstream are out of balance that are causing a downward effect of these symptoms that are popping up. So, you know, why I love running functional labs is we're able to design a customized program based on someone's biochemistry. We're not guessing. We're not throwing spaghetti at the wall and seeing what will stick. We are making a tailor, tailor tailor-made program based on what is going on in someone's body. I like to explain it to clients like this. It's like we're metaphorically lifting up the hood of the car, aka your body, and seeing what's going on. It's like if there's something wrong with your car, and you bring it to the mechanic and he's like yeah let's just put it let's just uh do a nice uh, wax on it let's shine the tires it's like okay that's like surface level stuff your car might look pretty but how is it actually operating internally or maybe they're like we'll just do an oil change that may help it may not so it's like let's actually run multiple functional labs and the GI map is one of my favorites because we get so many clues on it. I also run a Dutch. I'm going to do a full podcast episode all on the Dutch. Why I love that. Why I love that lab. And then we also run an HTMA. And the last thing we do is we do blood chemistry. So I get clients to get blood drawn in the US or in Canada. And then we compare where their blood serum is and their HTMA, the minerals in their hair. And then we look at their hormones through dried urine. And then we look at their gut through a stool sample. So we really are leaving no stone unturned. So with running functional labs, you know, you really do have what what I feel is missing in um, natural medicine or the naturopathic space is the coaching. The coaching, the education, and the accountability. Those are so key because I've been to an appointment where they're like, Yeah, this is high, this is low. Here you go. Here's your supplements. And I'm like, Okay, great. Thanks. I don't really understand what I'm taking, but sure, I'm just going to trust you. And then it's like, Where do you check in with your clients? Like, I check in with my clients weekly. How are you doing? What are your wins? How are we moving the needle? What are any sticking points? And then education. Education brings motivation. When you know better, you do better. Okay, so I think it's really important that I have a learning portal for my clients that they're gonna learn, oh, what causes leaky gut or why gluten actually sucks (laughs) or how your digestive system actually works, why chewing your food is important or key supplements to support Stomach acid or you know what I mean? Like I have a whole plethora of short, easy, quick, to the point training videos because I think it's really important that there's so much misinformation about nutrition and I think it's really important that clients have a one-stop shop that they're like, okay, let me find this, let me see this, let me do this. And then you're able to actually, with nutrition, it really is the domino effect. Nutrition and health, you're like, oh, I didn't know that there was anti-nutrients in kale and spinach. Okay, Or I didn't know about the dirty dozen and the clean 15. And then what happens, you tell your partner, you share it with your kids, you share it with your family members. And it really does create this beautiful domino effect. And, and the last thing I'm gonna say with my signature program, LatFit Nutrition, you really take the guesswork out. You stop the cycle of trial and error. And you know, my intention as a coach is to implement the tools, strategies, and biohacks that clients can implement legit for the rest of their lives. And my intention is for my clients, to, for me to be the last practitioner they ever have to see because I wanna be able to provide you with everything that you require for your healing journey to expedite your results to reach peak performance to feel your best look your best and perform your best so that is my story in a nutshell and like I said dress is the 80% of it diet I think is you know I said the center of that table it bleeds into the other four pillars but that 20% that a lot of people don't even I find like a lot of people don't even know what functional labs are like when I talk to friends or I talk to uh, just people online um, they don't know a lot of people aren't aware of these functional labs they just think of labs oh blood work with doctor And that's great. We can get a lot of clues from blood work. We can, but let's use everything that we have. Let's look at your hair. Let's look at your stool. Let's look at your hormones and how they are metabolizing through a Dutch. And then we really are able to harness in on your healing journey. And I'm able to really tell you what's wrong in your body, where the imbalances are, where we need to add more juice, where we need to maybe open up some detox pathways and get stuff moving and that is my intention as a coach and as your nutritionist to get my clients again looking your best feeling your best and performing your best so i hope my story shared some light and gave you gave you an understanding that no one's healing journey needs to be 10 years long and how do we chop that 10 years maybe into a year maybe into six months we run functional labs we run functional labs we stop guessing we test We don't guess and we have data. We have data so that I can create a specific framework and program based on your biochemistry. So thank you so much for hanging out. I will link all of those episodes. I dropped all of those episodes I mentioned and dropped in this episode. Have a fabulous, beautiful, amazing rest of your day and I'll catch you on our next episode. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, make sure to subscribe to the podcast. And if you feel you got some extra value from this episode, it would mean the world to me if you could head over to Apple Podcast or whatever service you're listening to this podcast on, drop a five-star review, let me know your thoughts on the show. Doing this really helps more people like yourself find the podcast. And if you're not already following me on social media, right now is the time. You can find me on Instagram at Marja Chow for all your nutrition tips, tricks, and inspiration, or visit my website at fatfueledfemale.com where you can download my free seven-day keto meal plan with recipes. Thanks so much for tuning in, and I will catch you next week.